Good afternoon, everyone. It is Friday, June 30th, and that means, of course, it is the 4th of July weekend. Uh, coming up next Tuesday is the 4th of July, which means, of course, that our offices in Jefferson City, along with all state offices, will be closed. So just make sure that uh, everyone's aware that there won't be any business being conducted either at our office or at any of your state offices on Tuesday, July 4th. Well, I just got back uh, along with uh, Greg Bird, our past president and uh, representative to the national conference that we just had, the uh, National Funeral Directors Association Annual Leadership Conference. And that's also where all the state executives, people like me from all the other states, get together for several days of meetings and get-togethers. As you might expect, one of the major topics at this uh, most recent event on the national level, was dealing with the conference and the exam, particularly the uh, what's called the arts examination, one part of the uh, national boards, the arts examination that in Missouri you must pass if you want to be a funeral director as well as an embalmer in Missouri. Well, as is usual in this case, there was a lot of people grumbling there are a lot of people that don't like the exam, a lot of people wishing something could be done as about this exam. But frankly, at least in my estimation, from what we heard from all the participants, including people from the conference and the American board, it doesn't look like anything substantive, in my opinion, is being done to address the real issue on this exam. And that is mainly how relevant is this really to those that want to be funeral director, particularly in the state of Missouri. Uh, so once again, it's going to have to come down to the individual states trying to do something. My hat keeps disappearing here, I see. Now I disappeared. Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, but in any case, uh, it's going to have to come down to the individual states. And a number of states have been looking into ways to at least give an alternate path to the arts examination or to come up with their own state. Test. As we uh, let you know earlier, the conference in Arkansas eliminated all of the individual state tests back in January. So your only choice is to take this national exam, which many people feel is not relevant. Uh, the questions on that are not sufficiently relevant enough to be the barrier for people to enter the profession. Unfortunately, a number of states had been looking at coming up with their own examination and were planning or had already started to be in conversations with Todd Van Beck to help them come up with their own state examination. And needless to say, because of the unfortunate and untimely death of uh, Todd Van Beck right after our convention, uh, that put a lot of those efforts at least sidetracked them for the time being. Uh so once again, it's going to come down to the different states. And in Missouri, I have no doubt that when the legislative process rolls around again and when we have the opportunity to meet with the state boards on uh, on all this issue, we will be having proposals like we did last year as some sort of alternate path so that the uh, arts examination ceases to become a barrier to those, an unnecessary barrier to those trying to enter into the profession in our state. The other uh, big topic that was discussed quite a bit and that we had presentations on is what is going to be happening with the Federal Trade Commission and the 
FTC funeral rule. Well, what we heard there was very similar to what I had told everybody was likely to be the case coming up uh, here in the near future. And that, boy, this background is really going crazy, isn't it? I'm getting all sorts of artifacts and things popping up. Uh, in any case, uh, what we heard was what I told you before, is that we don't know exactly when the rule is going to be coming out. But when the rule does come out, everyone expects that funeral homes will be required to post their general price list on their web page. A big question, however, is what is your web page? Obviously, if you own the web page, if you control the web page, if you're the one that puts content on the web page, that's fine. But what about these other web sites that have all the put post information about a funeral home? Is the general price list going to have to be on those sites as well? And if so, how can you guarantee that they're correct and accurate and so forth and so on? So the National Funeral Directors Association has proposed to the FDC uh, that if they do require the GPL put be put on a web page, that it only be on web pages that the funeral home actually controls that they own, that they operate, that they're the one that put the content on it, not some other, not Facebook, not a Chamber of Commerce page in your town that has a listing of all the funeral homes, things like that. Again, we will just have to see how that turns out. There's also a number of other proposals that the National Association made, uh, a very good one if it was allowed. Uh, we don't know if it will be, but if it was allowed, it would uh, it would make it uh, clear that a funeral home can discount off of its basic service fee, its general non-declinable fee. Right now, of course, you are not allowed to reduce service charge your general non-declinable fee uh, in almost every circumstances. The only two times where you can reduce the, the price of your basic service fee is for a direct cremation or for the receipt or shipping of human remains. Those are the two places the FTC says you're allowed to discount off of your uh, general non-declinable basic service fee. Uh, other than that, you have to charge that fee, and which means that the FTC, in many instances, is requiring funeral homes to charge more to consumers than they otherwise might, which kind of sounds pretty dumb for a uh, entity that's supposed to be looking out for consumers, but that is what we've got. So maybe there might be a chance that that could be changed as well. And, uh, there's a, going to be another meeting, the NFDA convention in uh, September. So perhaps uh, there'll be updates there when that comes about. The uh, other reason, other than getting updates from the national organization on what's going on nationally, another great reason to attend these conferences is because we get to talk with people from other states and we get to learn what they're doing that has been successful in their states. And very often we uh, will take the ideas that another state has used that has turned out well for them and see if we can't do it in here in Missouri. And, and we came across one that we like a lot and that we're going to try to do. Now, as I've already told you, July is the month that I often try to go out and visit our member funeral homes, and I've already got a couple appointments lined up. But we're going to start doing something extra if you want it. You got to call us up and you got to make an appointment. And I call it our pre-inspection, inspection, and reflection. 
the pre-inspection, inspection, and reflection. If you would like me to, I will come out to your funeral home and I will use the actual checklist that the state inspectors have used when they go out to check funeral homes. And I will do a pre-inspection of your funeral home, looking for the things that we know that the state inspectors have been focusing on over the last year or so. It's all confidential. Nobody will know that uh, what I find, what my results were. I won't keep a copy or anything like that. But I'll go through the funeral home and say, well, uh oh, here is something that we know the state, Missouri state inspectors have been looking at when they inspect a funeral home. And you need to work on that or there's something, there's an issue here. While doing that, I'll also tell you what the uh, FTC secret shoppers often look for when they're visiting a funeral home. Uh, do you have your price lists in the place where they should be? Yes, particularly the casket price list. Is that in a location where the consumer will see it before they see any of the product and so forth and so on? So again, I'll take a look to see, is there anything, any red flags out there that an FTC secret shopper might notice if they are in your funeral home? Also, although this won't be as extensive as if the real people come out, I will be happy to take a look at your funeral home to point out the top three or four things that the OSHA inspectors look for. We, we know for a fact here are the top several things that OSHA has found when they've gone out and looked at funeral homes, something that things that they concentrate on. It's not an extensive, exhaustive list, but it's the top three or four things that funeral homes have gotten in trouble with from OSHA when OSHA has actually gone out and inspected them. Be more than happy to take a look at your funeral home and see if there are any red flags there for OSHA. Last but not least, if you, well, this isn't last, actually, this is second to the last, second to the last and not least, uh, as part of their inspections, the state board very often will take a look at one of your blank pre-need contracts to make sure that the pre-need contracts are in the format that they think are acceptable and meet all the statutes and regulations. If you want me to, I'd be happy to take a look at one of those. I don't want to see any customer information. I don't want to see anything about how you've invested the money or how you deposit the money, but I would be happy to take a look at one of your blank pre-need contracts and take a look. Uh-oh, if the state board takes a look at this, they're going to have a problem with this paragraph here, or they're going to have a problem with this signature line or a fact that you're missing certain disclosures or something like that. Be happy to take a look at one of your blank contracts, uh, which the state board does very often. They'll come in and want to see one of those contracts. And they're going to take a look at it. And while I'm at your location, I'd be happy to review uh, one of those. Now, last but not least. Now, this would require you to be able to get uh, all the employees of the funeral home together in, into one room.
might have had a technical glitch here. Uh, uh, we're having wonderful internet issues here at the office. If you saw me just standing, staring at the computer for a while, it's because we were uh, having an issue where uh, it looked like it was not, not recording. Uh, we are work, working on trying to get uh, a new internet service here at the office, but that's not an easy thing to do in the location that, that we're at. So uh, if, if uh, for the last few couple minutes, it's been glitchy or you've missed some spots you haven't missed any anything substantive because i've just been trying to wait for the uh the screen to refresh but then again the last but not least item in my pre-inspection inspect and reflection if you're so interested and you can get all the employees of the funeral home together in one location I will be happy to do two things that you're, you're supposed to be doing annually but, but maybe you haven't done recently the first is the hazard communications standard training every funeral home every year should be having training on the hazard communications standards required by the federal government. It's not difficult. It doesn't take that much time, but there are some things you need to do, and we can provide that training for your 
funeral home. And then lastly, every place of business, not just a funeral home, must have a sexual harassment reporting policy. And you're supposed to go over that with your employees every year. Uh, this would be an, an excellent opportunity for, uh, I can briefly tell you what, what the rules are on the 